Hey everybody, just before we get started with the episode, I just want to tell you that uh, there will be some cussing in this episode, not from us, uh, but the song has a little bit of cuss words in it because it was a cover of a rap song. Uh, so we just want to inform you that there will be cussing. We wanted to keep cussing in the song because we want you to, to, to understand the whole meaning behind the song. And we feel like if you don't under, get the whole song as it is in the whole aspect of it, uh, you won't understand the context that we're, we're, we're talking about. Um, so if you don't like uh, cussing, you can skip the songs. And just go to our our review at the end of the song uh, playing. Um, but in the meantime, thank you all very much for tuning in. And make sure you rate and, and review our podcast as it helps us the most. Thank you all. Bye. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Rosley. James. What's going on? Hey, man. All right. How are you doing today? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been a day, um, <laughs> but you know, same, same, same crap, different day. Right. Yeah. And that what the phrase is, yeah, uh, yeah. W- work is a little, uh, stressful right now, waiting for all those kinks to get worked out. Um, so, but you know what? It's over. Not working right now. I am, um, I am here doing this podcast with you. I'm going to play some Mortal Kombat later, yes. so I'm looking forward to that. That'd be cool. What about you, man? What you up to? Nothing, man. I just got out of work just like you did, and I'm happy to be to be on the show with you. And Oh, I, I did go to um, a scratches man, and I did give him our business card. Okay. And Eric, which is the owner of that shop, is going gonna, is gonna, to uh, do like a little flyer and give it out to customers. No way. Us. Yeah. Cool. And I asked him if he wanted to come on, and he said yes, he would love to. We would just have oh, to say that, yeah. Um, we would just have to give him enough time to, you know, I might, dude, we'll give you like uh, two weeks' notice if you're going to come what on. What you know? need, absolutely. Yeah. But the reason, cool. yeah, man. But the reason why I went in there because um, on his Facebook account, he 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 has videos of what he just got in, right? Right. So he he got in this one. This is oh, the bad boy. that is such an underrated. It is monster it album. Is. It yeah. truly is the best song that that that, that I've uh, that, that 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 I like is MF of the year. That's Absolutely, like classic. You know, and that's then, a good song that's fitting for you. Right, <laughs> like your theme song. Right, so, yes, except naturally. For, right, and then um, MF Doom. MF Doom, man. Oh, MF Doom. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, you haven't met him yet, but uh, but um, we I interviewed Doc Brass long time ago. Yeah. This was like last year sometime. Right, he's a big MF Doom fan. I'm like, yeah, he's like, if if you see his album, pick it up, dude. It's so yeah. good. So I picked that up. Yeah, R.I.P. MF yeah, Doom dude. for sure. Yeah, dude. So we're gonna have on too soon. I want Doc Brass to come on and actually and and, and have you talk to him because I think y'all yeah. y'all will click. You know, just I'm in jail. Like, I'd love you know, to. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to to sit in on that one, unfortunately. But 
seems like a really, really cool, interesting person to talk to. Yeah, because when I talk to him, man, it was just like, man, I was just talking to my brother, you know? Yeah, made a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And he did our, he he does our theme song, you know? Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, him a lot. Okay, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but, uh, I mean, oh, and I do need a lot of vinyl crates. I got a lot of vinyls that spread out everywhere on the floor here. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to get me some vinyl crates from um, uh, Amazon that I found, and they're like, yeah. and 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 they're like step-on crates. They're not, you know, drilling holes. Yeah. So I think the step-on would would benefit me tremendously. Very nice. So yeah, man. Yeah. Sounds great. So well, have you been watching the Olympics? I've been watching some. Okay, so when I'm okay. at work, they have two TVs, like fully fledged on the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I get a moment, I did watch the um, the rowboat thing, the the, okay. the the rowing, and I did watch the I think the soccer Olympics was on when I worked or something because I know the, the I know that the American males won the soccer one, right? Right. Yeah, but but I, USA, I, USA, USA, and I did watch the the archery one. That was pretty cool. Okay. That's cool. And yeah. then I watched the um, I can't remember all of them, but there, but there was two like like so many like stuff going on there, you know. Yeah. And I had to work, so you yeah, know, work work, you know. So yeah. yeah. How about you, man? Yeah, I I haven't had a chance to. It's really been a long time since I've watched the Olympics, uh, like as 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 it was on TV. Um, now we, when I was younger, I do remember my dad really being interested in the Winter Olympics and spent a lot of time watching those. He just thought that the snowboarding and um, you know all the skiing stuff was just interesting. So I remember th- us watching a lot of that when I was a kid. But as far as like the Summer Olympics, I I don't remember watching a lot of it. Um, but I was excited to see that skateboarding is now an Olympic sport. Um, I entered a contest to win. Uh, so Tony Hawk did the opening ceremony oh, nice. um, yeah. for the skateboarding uh, portion. And uh, he's auctioning off, not auctioning off. He's giving away the skateboard that he rode on uh, during the opening ceremony. And so there's an Instagram contest right now. I entered that because obviously I want that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So that's really cool. But, you know, like uh, this, this podcast is centered around music. Uh, and uh, how it relates to music and or excuse how music relates to music, how music relates to depression, mental health, things like that. Right. right. So I thought it'd be cool to talk about what's going on with the Olympics right now and mental health, because yeah. honestly, this is this is new. This is um, you don't hear about this a lot. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And now it's more open. Right. Um, but, uh, so Simone Biles, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with her, the gymnast, um, am, yeah. she pulled out of the women's, uh, gymnastics final after a bad landing, uh, from a vault. Uh, and then she later came out and explained that, uh, she was pulling out because of mental health, uh, mental health concerns. Um, so she's dealing with something that's pretty commonly referred, referred to, uh, in the gymnastics community as the twisties. Uh, which uh, is, a, is a dangerous phenomenon experienced by gymnasts robbing them of all sense of direction during aerial feats. I had to look up what that was. Okay. Um, but uh, so experts believe that they, uh, they may occur whenever gymnasts are stressed um, and overthink movements that, which are usually pretty automatic for them um, confusing the brain. And then it like throws off their sense of positional awareness, mm-hmm. which 
you need uh, because you're like flipping around everywhere um, at very high speeds, right? Right. So you kind of need your body to just like just do it, right, and not put a lot of thought into it. Um, and you know she she she's had a lot on her plate. Uh, a lot of, uh, in fact, a lot of women uh, gymnasts have with this whole like Larry Nasser. Alleg- you know, and not even allegations. I think they proved it by now. Um, you know, all the sexual abuse that was going on with uh, the gymnasts and things like that. So she's got all that. She's got the weight of the world on her shoulders, too, because she was expected to win five gold medals at the Olympics this year. So, so much pressure on top of her shoulders right now. And, uh, you know, she backed out. Now, I, Alice, I, I, had, I didn't get a chance to, because of work, I didn't get a chance to follow this up. But I think Allie said she ended up like re- re-entering or something like that and she ended up taking home the bronze uh medal i I don't know for sure at the time of this recording that'll definitely be out but uh, you know Uh, or at the time of this release but i heard um, a very very different story i've heard that oh okay yeah okay so so whether you know through all all who matter right Mm -hmm. um so forgive me if i don't know the whole story but um i on on the drill rigging podcast Great show, by mm-hmm. the way. Great show, Joe Rogan. Awesome. Yeah. Um, he says that uh, the reason why she backed out was she was taking pills for anxiety, mm-hmm. and the overseas it's illegal for her to take any kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I did hear about that. That's right. And then, but if you take away the anxiety pills, she can't focus. You know. Right. And that. Yeah. And, and they gotta. They don't have to let her because it's illegal there. But when, yep. when you take somebody's medication the way that they've been taking for months, right? They don't know what to do anymore. You know exactly. Yeah. So maybe yeah. You, maybe your story and my story is all one story together. I don't know. Right. You know. Yeah, I should have I should have confirmed that before yeah. we got on here and talked about it. But I, you know, I wanted to kind of jump into that a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah. you know, mental health is very important. Uh, it's obviously oh, yeah. very important to us. Yeah. We do a whole podcast centered around it, but yeah. um, but 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 I know that. But don't they have some kind of like a generic anxiety pills that you know that they they get? I don't know. It's it's weird, you know. Yeah, it's weird I, I'm not mess sure. with, with medication. I don't. I don't have an issue with anxiety. Right. Um. I don't either. I, I can't. I can't speak on that. I, I. I'm not as familiar with that side of it. Um. But you know, I, I think it's important if you are prescribed medications to help with that. I think it's, especially if you're supposed to be taking it regularly. Yes. Um, yes. Which, to, which everybody to, should, yeah. 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 To cut it off is not going to be good. No. Cause when you cut it off, it's like, it's like going cold turkey. If you're like, um, cause I've heard you go cold turkey. If you, you just stop smoking or stop doing yeah. anything that you have been doing for a long, long time. It's, it's very hard. Right. Uh, your body's not used to it. Stopping off right away, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I think. Uh, but you know, I, let this let this be a lesson, kind of, to the world, right? So be aware of your medication. Like, you know, if if you're supposed to be taking it, like, you know, keep taking it. Don't you know? Don't take the chance, especially antidepressants. Like, right. that's something. That's something too. You don't want to just stop cold turkey. No. Um. But you know there's a lot of pressure that's put on these people and for what reason hello friends um today's the time sorry i can't no you're good (laughs) i can't tell you like to me the olympics is not important you know what i'm saying 
Like I am not, and that's me. That's me speaking personally. That that doesn't reflect you or anybody know. else. That's me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to totally, I'm, I'm going to totally agree, agree with you. But I want you, you want you to state yeah. your, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, like I can't, I can't look back on years past and tell you who won what sport and who took home the gold. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't care. Like, I, you know, if, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Right. But the pressure to, that's put on a lot of these people, especially young kids, especially like kids who are, you know, crafted at a young age to to become these Olympic medalists. And um, I think it's a lot. I think it's too much. Yeah. I think we put way too much pressure on them. So kudos to her for being able to kind of step up and be like, I just need to back out of this. Right. Um, I think it's safe. I think that's uh that was a good call on her end. Um, and uh, take care of yourself first, yeah, yeah. More importantly. Um, and uh, kind of let that be a lesson to everybody out there. I feel I feel like, you know, I do agree with you wholeheartedly on the on the um uh, putting too much pressure on it on on people now. But uh, I don't know if you remember, but back in the ninety three, ninety four, I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, you had the dream team in the in NBA, right? NBA, yep. And mm-hmm. those were some fun times. They didn't put hardly any. I don't think they 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 they, they told Jordan you must win or else you die, you know, or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so I guess it was um very fun back then, but but nowadays it's like you gotta win, you gotta you too much. Do, yeah. It's just too much. Too just much like anything, it. anything nowadays, like in excess is just terrible. But you know, um, but yeah, keep you know keep yourself checked, checked yeah. out. Like you know, keep your mental health in place. Um, and if you feel like you need to just step back from a situation, no matter how much how much you love it, right. how much pressure you put on yourself is not good either. Um. Not, let alone everybody else telling you you're you're going to have to do this like you're expected to win five gold medals and you better exactly. do it exactly um but uh but yeah oh speaking of the the dream team they said that i read something the other day about michael jordan uh in the in the 90s and whenever he was in the olympics he used and like doing the all-star stuff yeah um he looked forward to that because he got to play with his opponents and he got to learn their playing style. So oh, he nice. could use it against them when he played in the regular that's, <laughs> season. That's, that's great. That's great. Dude. Oh man. Jordan, he was something else, dude. He was something else. So but anyway, yeah. Uh, today on cover wars, uh, we are doing, cover okay. So, so this one's a very awesome one. Cause I didn't know this until this morning that we were doing this, but, uh, I'm seriously, seriously, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, two days ago, I watched the uh, documentary on uh, NWA, um, Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah, okay. And, and the guy that did this song was briefly in that movie. Um, okay, cool. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch it, so you haven't watched it yet. Not yet, and I love what NWA. What's wrong so with you, man? I, I, need to, I know. I need to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I need to watch it. And well, hey, instead of watching, instead of watching you. Uh, getting beat in Mortal Kombat, you can watch the movie. So you won't, I you could. Know, I yeah. think I might. You yeah. might do that. Yeah. Feeling it's only like 1990, 1995 on a PSN store. Yeah. I'll check it out. I might. All right. I'll think I have to, I'll think I'll do that. There you go. Instead, so. There you go. That's a better choice. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, gin and juice. So gin and juice, man. Yeah. yeah. So before we start, we got we got to announce this. Um. Uh, we interviewed Travis, uh, from of Gotham Machines a while back, or like mm-hmm. two weeks ago. 
Yeah. He, and he requested this, right? He did. Yeah. He, he did. sent me a text the other day with a with a request uh for a Cover Wars episode. And uh so what you guys are getting today is a completely raw reaction to both of these covers. Completely. Um we yeah. we haven't listened to either one. Um <laughs> obviously we're very familiar with the song Gin and Juice, but we're just we don't know we don't know these covers at all. We're not we're not familiar. This is completely new to us. I'm looking forward to it. And if you guys want to send us Cover Wars recommendations, we'll do them. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like uh, this is, we'll do them. So yeah. let Travis be an example. Yeah. Send it, <laughs> send us your ideas. We'll be glad to do an, a whole episode on them too. Yeah. It also takes the pressure off of us to figure out which, <laughs> which cover to do and, and who to do it by and things like that. And, so. <laughs> and you'll get a raw reaction. So yeah. It's always a good thing. Yeah. You get um, a fully raw reaction. You can so. send it to, uh, you can, email, you can DM us on Instagram at when words fail podcast. Yeah. Um. And or you can go to when words when podcast at gmail dot com and request it there. Yes, sir. So what, okay. So first of all, why, why don't we tell everybody how gin and juice became? Uh, yeah. Gin and juice. Um, absolutely. Let's look into the history here. So, uh, gin and juice is a song by American rapper Snoop Dogg. Uh, it was released on January 15th of 1994 as the second single from his debut album, Doggy Style. Uh, the lyrics depict a party filled with caution. Uh-oh. Close your ears, little ones. Uh, sex, <laughs> marijuana, and alcohol continuing <gasps> into the small hours of the morning. Oh, uh, no way, the, dude. The, the, I- <laughs> the iconic chorus sung by David Ruffin. This is cool. David Ruffin Jr., a.k.a. D-Ruff, the son of former Temptation uh david ruffin i really? love temptations man my dad was a wow. huge temptations i grew up on the temptations yeah. i had no idea about that till we started doing these notes yeah. so um so one critic describes the chorus as representative of the quote the g-funk tableau uh emphasizing cruising culture consumption of depressants um and materialism the last line is an example of uh oh i should have looked up how to pronounce this word dang i knew it was going to get me it's admittable uh, Anti-med, an anti mm. I guess. Okay, sure. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Thanks, James. We'll go that. <laughs> um, the, which is the figure of speech in which two or more clauses are related to each other through a reversal of structures. For example, the chorus is, mm-hmm. "With my mind on my money and my money on my mind." Right. That's what that is. Yeah. Um. So any anyway, Gin and Juice was produced by Dr. Dre, um, and contains an. Uh, interpolation of slaves uh, watching you in its chorus um, and an, and a sample of George McRae's I get lifted as its baseline. So oh, okay. a lot of songs into, into um, making this one. So, um, but you know, Dr. Dre was really good at that. He's still good and at that. Dre is the master of like producing stuff, you know? Yeah. Because, Y'all didn't forgot about Dre and Eminem told us we shouldn't do that. No, no. Cause um, uh, well, he produced a lot of um, musicians' albums, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Er, 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 yeah, he's er, the er, reason that Eminem even... It, he's the yeah. reason that y'all even know who Eminem and 50 Cent... 50 Cent, yes. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and yeah. a whole slew of people under him. Like it, he, But those are definitely his those are top, top two. two yeah. Right. Yep. So, Gin and Juice peaked at number eight on the Billboard's Hot 100 in the USA. It earned Ooh. a gold certification... <laughs> Uh, from the RIAA and sold seven seven hundred thousand copies. Mm. Uh, Jaden Juice was was nominated for the ninety five Grammy Awards for best so, best rap solo performance. It was listed under uh, it was listed un, as 
number eight on VH1's 100 Greatest Hip Hop Songs. The song's music video, directed by Dr. Dre, obviously. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Calvin Cadet and Anita Sith. Sisseth? I don't know. Let's see. I should, should have had more time to look up this, how to pronounce some of these names. A-A-T-H for anybody who's, you know, sure. who can tell what, you know, what it is. Let us know. <laughs> also, producers of Tupac's Dear Mama. Uh, Ooh, man, that's a good song. Features a teenage Snoop Dogg throwing a wild house party after his parents leave. His parents return home angry and evict partygoers to confront Snoop Dogg. Well, I'm so... I've been there quite a few times. So, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I was part of the house, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, his parents return. Okay, hold on. Um, Ricky Harris plays Snoop Dogg's father and Dr. Dre, Warren G., uh, Nate Dogg, and Daz Diggler makes cameo appearances. Six years old rapper Bow- Little Bow Wow, Bow wow. Uh, plays Snoop- Snoop's little brother. Who's jumping on the couch in the intro? It was a gin and juice video. A comedian Eddie, Gri- Eddie Griffin recalled, "I pop out of the vo- of the little Volkswagen, full of weed, smoke with my hair standing <laughs> on end." Wow. Yeah, little Bow Wow. Oh, it, I was I was such a big little Bow Wow fan when I was a kid. No yeah. lie. Um, and uh, I wore whatever that uh, I can't remember what the album is called but whatever the one is where he's like he's like sitting in front of like a uh a graffitied wall he's got like a pit bull on a leash and he's wearing like a brown football jersey right i wore that album slap out dude it was so good slap out yeah yeah so gin and juice has been covered uh by other groups including uh alternative country group the gourds in 1996 that's that's one of the ones we're gonna be talking about today um, lounge singer, uh, lounge singer Richard Cheese in 2004. Do you remember Richard Cheese? Any great, isn't he? Yeah, great? so funny. Okay, so um, the brain. Uh, have you seen the new zombie movie with Batista? No, not uh, yet. Mm-mm. I think that that's Richard Cheese covering Elvis. Okay, watch, watch it and tell me if it's Richard. Cheese. It sounds just like okay. a yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Richard Cheese is funny, man. He Richard does a lot of like lounge, yeah. like swing, yeah. jazz covers of all these songs. It's great. His yeah. cover of "Down with the Sickness" is really, really yes. funny. Yes, it is. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, Richard Cheese in two thousand four, comedians Naked Trucker and T Bones in two thousand seven, and then singer and actor Paul Simon in two thousand ten during mm-hmm. the night of Too Many Stars event, uh, hosted by John Stewart. Hey. Um, in two thousand four, a radio edit version of the song. Uh, Used because the original version had explicit lyrics not suitable for television at the time. Was played by a group of homeless drug addicts on the radio um, as they mock the pompous Dr. Stegman on the ABC miniseries Kingdom Hospital by horror novelist Stephen King. Uh, The song was the cover version um, sung by the Gourds uh, eight years years prior to the miniseries syndication. So... With that being said, James, will you tell us about the Gourds real quick before we take a listen to uh, their cover of Gin and Juice? I I, I know that you one of your dogs really want to hear about, about Penny. This. Penny loves Gin Penny, and Juice. Yeah, right. She's yep. She's like Snoop Dogg is one of her best friends, and she likes to hang out with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Yes. Um, whenever we're not home. And there you go. There you go. So the Gourds. The Gourds are an American alternative band that formed in Austin, Texas. Yes. 
my town. Forgot all about him. Yeah, we should have added him on the next episode. We should have, yeah. Uh, you, uh, Texas, United States, uh, during the summer of 94. After playing together for 19 consecutive years, geez, uh, the yeah. band went on a hiatus in 2013. Despite, despite a sizable amount of original material, the Gords are probably best known for a song that they did not write. Uh, yeah. and, and for which they initially did not receive credit. Oof. Uh, a, a recording of the band's cover of Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice, the song we're going to talk about in just a minute, yeah. uh, was widely shared on the popular file sharing site Napster. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, with the song um, miscredited by the band to the uh, band Fish. Okay. Yeah, so I want to speak on that yeah. real quick. Yeah. So, um, this this happened so much with file sharing websites yeah. that you could download because anybody can label them. So yeah. if you if you upload it to Napster or BearShare or LimeWire or whatever it was, BearShare, you know, you're yeah. responsible. Yeah, BearShare was my that was my introduction. Yeah. Napster was was before I really got into that. Right. BearShare was my first one, and then I wore I destroyed many a family computer with BearShare <laughs> and LimeWire. Oh, there you go. Um, but uh, so yeah, so you could mislabel stuff all the time. Oh yeah. So if you took something like that, and this happened a lot with one hit wonders, right? So good example of this. This happened to me. I thought for a long time that the song uh, "Roll Roll to Me," um, "Roll to Me." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was by the band. Um, Oh was, crap! That was it's, by a fastball, right? No, it's it. So it's it is done by the band Delamitri. Okay. Um, but for the longest time, it was labeled as uh, the Spin Doctors, who oh. also had really great songs. But because of freaking Bear Share and LimeWire, I thought for the longest time that that song was by Spin Doctor, and it wasn't right. Delamitri. So good example. Of Thanks, that. Bear Share. Yeah, thanks, Bear. Sharing the wrong false information, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Suck. In fact, for the most part of the 16 years following their first live performance of the song, uh, fans could regularly be heard calling out the band's cover version of the song, uh, sometimes before the show has even started. While the Gorge studio efforts were generally well received, their high energy live performances, uh, and and constant touring earned uh, earned them the reputation of the band that we had to be seen to be appreciated. As a result, they enjoyed a de- de- a dedicated fan base that was happy to follow them from town to town, and became a favorite among th- those who taped live music. Uh, cool. The cover of Gin and Juice can be found on their 2001 cover album, Shinebox. Yeah, they got a whole cover album. Uh, Shinebox. Just yep. A bunch of different songs. So, um, But yeah, it was originally released in 96, but if you want to find a uh, if you want to find a audio version, this is what it, what you're going to find it on. So, I found it on Spotify. Alright, so. okay, cool. Uh, okay, uh, so we're going to get ready here in just a minute. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and again, this is a totally raw reaction. This is we, me, and James have not heard the song, so whenever we listen to these two versions, 
this is going to be a totally honest opinion about each one. First time listening to it. I'm excited. And, and there's no official video for it. There's just a picture of them. Yeah. Uh, Good looking gentleman there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how, how, it, how long he takes him to grow that beard. His beard looks like it. He it probably just, conditions it. Um, yeah, he's got all kinds of product yeah, in it, and, I, and he has special brushes and combs. <laughs> everything, and like, like yeah, that. Okay. yeah. Okay, so here it is: GDG uh, by the Gourds. Cool.
Later on that day, my homie doctor tried. He came by with a gang of tanker and a fat ass jack. Oh, some view body chronic, you know, might make choke. interesting um is, is that it okay um wow uh, uh can't okay hold on wait 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 okay so for okay so uh thank you travis for this thank delightful, you wonderful yeah. poetry of a song right uh <laughs> i'm gonna have to put like a like a uh hey everybody cover your you might need to do an intro yeah yeah, yeah i, I forgot I, I don't know i didn't think about that yeah um, dog. i mean come on now right <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we should have known. Yeah. The Snoop Dogg song. Hey, man. I got them bitches straight out of Compton, you know? I, mean, come on. I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, they actually said it, dude. They actually said it. It was, it was but, a different time. But, right. But I think that that song fits. That song, that, the, the, the music fits it so well, you know? It does. I mean, that was good. I mean, it was fun, a good cover. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Bluegrass. Yeah. And, uh, you know, any type of folk, acoustic, bluegrass, anything. I love it. And uh, so v- musically, that was great. That was wonderful. Awesome, um, yeah. a very unique cover. Um, and, you know, I love whenever a band can take a song that's completely out of their genre and make it their own. Right. Yeah. And if that's what they're known for more than their original music, they did a really good job. Then. And I do appreciate that the fans request it, you know, more than so because. Yeah. Cause uh, that's just a fun song. I guess they they start out with a song, probably. I don't know. I don't know if they finish it or, but whatever. probably a good finisher. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd expect that to be the good closing out. Cause right. they, yeah. the the idea of like when you when you play a gig is you play your best song last, so that way people can stay for the whole gig. Because right. if they're only there to hear that one song, and they'll leave, they're gonna have to listen to your other original music yeah. first. So or. <laughs> Play it as your encore because there's, your encore, there's that's many right. bands that, that, that won't play it. You go, man, yep. what? You know, and then you come back after yep. like 45 minutes, you know, or something. Right. You know, probably take a bathroom break or something and then come back. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we're, here, we're here. Um, well, that was good. So, um, yeah, that was a very cool. fun song. Uh, yeah. The, the music fits the song. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about Hasty Dixie. Now, I have yeah. heard of Hasty Dixie. I've heard I have of to. the okay, so I did hear the. I've heard some covers of of ACDC, in which we're going to talk about it's in, in right. a minute. But that, but I've never heard Vin and Juice. So the, the, once again, it's going to yeah. be a, like a raw, really raw reaction about it. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'll I'll tell us about Hayseed Dixie. Hayseed right. Dixie is how is their name. Um, so Hayseed Dixie is an American band formed in Nashville, Tennessee, in the year of two thousand. Uh, their first album was a was called a hillbilly tribute to ACDC. Uh, the band performs a bluegrass cover version of uh, of hard rock songs and also original songs of a mostly satirical and absurdist nature, 
in a self-created musical genre when which the band calls rock grass. The band's name is a linguistic play on the name of the band ACDC. Uh, so that's cool. Hey Seed Dixie. Um, I have to make sure I'm pronouncing that like very clearly because so you don't think I'm saying ACDC. Right. So Hey Seed Dixie plays hard rock and bluegrass uh, music in electrified acoustic bluegrass instruments. Uh, the band has released 16 studio albums and played over 1,400 live dates in a 31 in 31 different countries since its inception in the year of 2000. Upon the release of the debut album of Hillbilly Tribute to ACDC, uh, which was released on April 17th of 2001, uh, which consisted of acoustic hillbilly-style reworkings of ACDC songs, um, Hayseed Dixie received considerable morning show radio airplay in the U.S., selling over 250,000 albums in the U.S. from 2001 to 2003. Uh, the band turned, uh, excuse me, toward the U.S. club and festival circuit uh, extensively during that time. In March of 2003, the band had three different albums in the top 15 in the bluegrass category of the U.S. Uh, billboard charts at the same time. Western Europe, however, was, has shown the group the most enduring appreciation. That's really cool, yeah. um, especially for bluegrass. Right. Uh, you wouldn't think, but um, yeah. So I'm familiar with Hacy Dixie. Uh, I was introduced to them. I was uh, when I was still like in the youth group at Mold Church. My youth pastor actually that I had over there showed me one of their videos where they were um, they were playing Thunderstruck by ACDC, yes. uh, and I thought it was so cool and uh so i'm yes i'm familiar with this band um but uh their cover of gin and juice can be found on their 2013 album grass whooping party pack volume two what a great name for an album um but uh yeah cool james do you have that one pulled up and we'll go ahead and um get a raw reaction of this hasty dixie here we go cover three two one here we go There we go. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop the old double G. But I somehow, some way, keep coming up funky as shit nearly every single day. Yeah, may I kick a little something for the G's and make a few wins as a breeze. Cause it's two in the morning and the party's still jumping Cause my mama ain't home I got bitches in the living room getting it on And they ain't leaving till six in the morning So what you wanna do? I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too So turn up the lights, close the doors, but but what? We don't love them more than we're gonna smoke it out to this. He's a hold down while your motherfucker's bouncing. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm rolling down the street, smoking in no sipping on gin and juice, laid back. Money on my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in no sipping on gin and juice, laid back. Oh, 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 oh. 
type of shit happens all the time You got the kitty yarn before I get mine Everything is fine when you live to the D.O.G. I got that cultivating music that be captivating Who listens to the words that I speak As I take me a drink to the middle of the street And I got the Mackin' with this bitch name Sadie You know she used to be the homeboy's lady Now it's 80 degrees when I tell that bitch Please raise the puppies in you Money on my mind, rolling down the street, smoking in no sipping on gin and juice, laid back. Find the money on my money on my mind.
Um, well, that just sounded like a cover of the last song, of the last cover. It did. It did. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, Very. James, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Gorge, only because, okay, so yeah. you're right, because well, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird, because they, they do sound similar, but the Gorge version just sounded much more fun to me. Yeah, reason, I, I agree. Yeah. I think, uh, I, and I think for, especially at the time, I mean, how many people were doing bluegrass covers of hip hop songs? Nobody. Right. Yeah. The nineties, exactly. right. Yeah. You know, so that's very original. And, um, I can see why a lot of people love that cover and probably requested it with every live show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Hazy Dixie one was a cover of the gourds. Right. Um, what I did like about the Hazy Dixie one was they threw in like a public enemy, like sample. Um, okay. I heard it, just a slight one, um, just a little bit of Chuck D in there. And I love uh, public enemy. So right. um, I'll give them that, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to go with uh, the gourds the, yeah, the, on that definitely. one. Um, just, just because that's unique, original. And uh, they, uh, they stood out for sure. And I really, uh, um, developed a really solid fan base because of their cover. So the Hasty Dixie one was probably a tribute to that song, to the Gord's tribute. Yeah, because it was <laughs> yeah. almost identical. A tribute to um, a tribute. How about that? Yeah, and, yeah. That's kind of weird. So, but it was good though. I mean, oh, both yeah. both of them were good. Um, it's just I, I think if we're gonna compare them and we're gonna make them battle it out to the death, yeah, then I'm gonna go with the Gord's. Oh yeah, Gord, yeah. Gord, all the way. Yeah. Blood everywhere, blood everywhere, and gin, and juice everywhere, gin, all mixed together. Gin, right. <laughs> Well, the ginger juice. How about that? Yeah. So, uh, cool. Yeah, man. So uh, we thank everybody for listening to this episode uh, today. Uh, be sure to share this with all your friends, family, mothers, granddaughters, and grandmothers, grandfathers, grand, grand, yeah, anybody, your dogs or cats. <laughs> uh, share yeah. with share with Penny. You know, get her in there. You know, maybe she can. You know, old lady next door. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said that Penny hangs that Western dog, right? Yeah, uh, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. So, mm-hmm. so make sure she knows about it too. But yeah, uh, Penny gave us a one rating, a one star <laughs> rating on. She hates me. Oh uh, well, she hates us too because I'm I'm in with you, man. Uh, but uh, you can follow us on Instagram on When Words Fail Podcast, Facebook on WWFMS Podcast. We're on Twitter at When Words Fail MS, and you can also email us anything you want to, especially requests on what to cover. Or our cover wars at WinWordsVillePodcast at gmail.com. That's it. And we are uploading reactions to videos now on our YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash WinWordsVillemusicSpeaks. And always you can view everything that I just mentioned on our website, WinWordsVillemusicSpeaks.com. Yes, absolutely. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Blake underscore Mosley, M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. Um, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mosley, M-O-S-E-L-E-Y-Y-Y. Um, I finally got some audio for my drum playthroughs that I've been doing at church. So, um, I wasn't really satisfied with this past Sunday, so I'm not going to upload those. I got a little bit more editing I need to do with those before I put them up, but, um, yeah, check it out. It's uh pretty exciting stuff. I'm glad I'm finally at that point. So nice. Um, awesome. Cool. Yeah. So thank you everybody once again and always remember when words fail. Music speaks every single time. See y'all. Bye. Bye guys.